Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS, used aquarium gravel cereal. Wasn't there a hazardous show called Dukes of Something? Bonsai pizza is worthy of a French handshake. Special K. John Smallberries. If we aren't reminded of Budweiser every 30 minutes, we will forget about it. Dead-eyed potato face. King Vitamin was the worst. Honeycomb was big. Mansplaining WandaVision. Unity through shitty beer. Congrats on your stupid face. Toaster crumb tray leavings and shredded wheat sludge. The Dunaway Breakfast of Champions. Just Googling spinoffs. Making foamy things with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Jupiter, nearly half a billion miles from the sun is the largest of the planets larger than 1300 earths it outweighs all the other planets moons and debris in the solar system combined that is your job in germany the morning stream look at me i'm the captain now Morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is Monday, February eighth. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty one. I hate that. I love. Yeah, every you year love the pronunciation of that month, right? Every, every year we get to talk about it because it just sucks. Yeah. It sucks. What are we doing? Listen, until they fix it, we're going to keep talking about it. And dang it, that's that's the way it goes. Ugh. It's just annoying. Come up with a better. It's not that hard. There's only twelve. Just do like uh, I don't know. Another uh, Tober. Give us another Tober. <laughs> Give us another Tober. Yeah. Like a Dostober. Dostober. Done. <laughs> Done. Or Dutober, do right? Because it would be the second month. Yeah, Dutober. Do to, uh, d- yes. And Brian just did it in, what, less than 13 seconds? <laughs> but mankind can't figure out a better thing than whatever. They're not going to change yeah. it. Not mankind, you can put a man on the moon, but you can't give us a month we can pronounce. Yeah, you'll get Americans doing kilometers before you get us doing 
Yeah, for uh, sure. A new month name. Anyway, hey, uh, welcome to the show. We're back. It's uh, uh, it's been a long, it's been a weekend, and uh, we're here. We're gonna make it clear that we're here. Okay, that's what's happening. <laughs> I uh, hear it's been a weekend, Scott. I saw your tweets yesterday. I see your your uh, note in the post, your uh, show note post today. Oh yeah, very uh, very busy, crazy time. So I spent most of the Super Bowl talking to my mom, trying to figure out how to get her home. Um, I mentioned a little bit of this pre-show, and by the way, we put a bunch of pre-show stuff in our our Patreon feed now, so yeah, uh, good time to jump jump onto that. But anyways, she's uh, she's ready to go home, which is great. Got her stitches out. Doctors like give her, oh, she's doing good. Send her home. Uh, they're gonna have three day a week physical therapy. People come out there, and all the plans are good. All good on that front. Downside is John, her husband, threw his back out. He's eighty seven. You don't just throw your back out at 87 and go brush it off. Right, exactly. I'll be fine tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be all right. So he's stuck, barely able to move, can kind of get around with a walker in the house, but can't drive, can't you know, can't really do much. We're bringing home to him an 82-year-old woman who just had surgery in her brain <laughs> and is uh, you know, experiencing some of the side effects of that, but doing well overall, but you kind of need someone capable to be able to blah, blah, blah. So anyway, right. he can't she pick her up. Yeah, and, you don't want to get her in the in in the house and then say, "All right, you two, good luck with all this." Yeah, bye. Good, yeah, all everything you have to do. <laughs> bye. Let us know how it goes. See you at Christmas. It doesn't work that way. That way. So yeah, right. she's. Uh, so oh, anyway, long long and short of it is, everybody who was originally going to be her pickup and take home, which was all discussed previous to this, so that we all knew what was going on and everybody wanted to help, but wanted to know what their role was. It was all decided. And then it got undecided somehow. I don't know how, but one person and another person were like, oh, I can't, this and that. And so last night I'm like, well, all right, well, we'll do it, but we need to know what time. And so there was like worry that it was too early and we'd mess up TMS, but that didn't happen. So it's after TMS. But now we don't know how long the checkout's actually going to take. Uh, mm-hmm. So we got to go down there and we got to drive. And she doesn't live like me. I'm 20 minutes from this hospital. She's an hour and a half from this hospital. So we got to go. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes down there and then all the way back and then an hour and a half or an hour or whatever it is to where she lives on the outskirts of Orem and then take her home. And then once we get there, I don't know what happens there because John's right. on a walker and barely moving. Right. I don't know. What, so we don't know what's going on today. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> anyway, as a result, Brian, I hardly saw the freaking uh, Super Bowl except for, uh, I guess I saw the la- parts of the last half, all of the fourth quarter. You know, the mm-hmm. real exciting time when it was clear that the Buccaneers yeah, were just going to exactly. Them. Yeah, it was. Uh, boy, you and you and the uh, the Chiefs both missed the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that was pretty ugly. But I. Yeah. I, I, what did you think? You were probably having more fun than me. Did you have a good time? I uh, was having. We were having more fun. Uh, my aunt and uncle came up. Aunt Barb. Oh, um, Aunt Barb. Healthcare healthcare worker uh, Barb mm-hmm. and my uncle George. We actually we uh, just said you know let's play it safe. We went to. We went out for Tina's uh, birthday. Tina and I went up to Boulder and stayed in a swanky hotel for, for the night. Yeah. So let's just keep our masks on the whole time, except when we're eating. And when we're eating, let's be far apart from one another. Sure. And um, so it's pretty much uh, what we did. We uh, watched the game. We paid more attention probably to commercials than the game itself at times. Um, and I cooked a feast a veritable feast scott whoa, whoa. you yeah, did I you made, cooked uh, it. so i made what's that you cooked it you were the guy in the kitchen yeah i was the guy i was the guy mm. so um 
uh, I made a I made a pico de gallo for chips, easy peasy, oh. uh, lime squeezy. I uh, <laughs> yeah, no lemon um, in there. Don't put any lemon in that. No lemons. Yeah. I made a um, uh, a cake for Tina, Victorian sponge. Threw a photo of that up on Twitter, and it it like I've made a few Victorian sponges. I've tried to make a few of the British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, amazingly and thankfully. This one for Tina's birthday cake was the best thing I'd ever made. Mm. Oh, look at that. A, wow. I'm yeah. looking at it now. This is gorgeous. It it uh, came out perfectly. Golden brown, no soggy bottom, um, not dry, and also not not undercooked. Um, she wanted something cherry, so I but I did I did a, a cherry filling in the middle and then made a buttercream with um uh, which we call it grenadine, which I know isn't cherry. It's it's a pomegranate. Yeah. But uh, added a nice little pink, pink and some flavor, some cherry flavor to the um, the buttercream. And then uh, because I wanted to experiment a little bit, I made a pizza, but I based it on my favorite burger, which is the bonsai burger at Red Robin. Oh, so the, uh, the it's got the pineapple on there. The pineapple teriyaki. So instead of beef, I used turkey ground turkey um used a teriyaki base instead of a tomato sauce based chopped up onions chopped up tomatoes uh put pineapple and teriyaki sauce again on top and then a cheddar cheese instead of a mozzarella Mm. and uh it didn't taste like the bonsai burger but but it tasted great it came out (laughs) really really good and and we're all like all right doesn't taste like the bonsai but it's awesome Wow, look at you, freaking yeah. Yeah. gourmet chef Ibbit over there with the That's right. The stuff. What would Mary what oh, yeah, would Mary Berry have said? What would the, the What would the what would the Mary Berry say? What would she saw your cake? She'd say, "Oh, that's a cracking good cake." Oh, oh wow, it's high praise. That's what she'd say. That's what she'd say. Would uh would you I get, a, get a I wouldn't get a Paul Hollywood uh, he'd keep his hands in his pockets. I wouldn't no. get a handshake, but uh You know he gives some people the French handshake. If you know what I mean. Have you ever heard of that? Okay. That's where you um you do the handshake, but you take this middle finger and go <laughs> on the inside of the palm, right? I mean, the one I heard of was much worse, but I like yours better. <laughs> Put it that way. Uh, but so anyway, yeah. yeah, we we uh, we ate well, and um, you had chicken wings as well. We got a bag of chicken wings. They were big, so I had to adjust the air fryer to be lower. Otherwise, these things would have been right up on the the uh grill unit sure the grill unit. Uh, those came out really good as well so had a really had a really good time yeah it sounds like it i mean you went yeah you went full uh i don't know proper cook man unit deal proper cook man for four people i probably only made a little too much food but that's fine we've got leftovers i've got sure. two slices of pizza for lunch for myself two for tina um a little bit of cake for dessert tonight i mean it's you know we still have still have uh, uh meals left for the for the week but um but no we had a really good time and it um uh it was good to be with some other people for a super bowl thing even though again we were being we were being socially distant masks on all the time you know sure. we were constantly reminded that there was a pandemic going on but yeah the, com- uh, the commercials didn't uh didn't <laughs> want to not let you know that yeah. uh see actually it's I have a beef. Ready for my beef? Yeah, let's hear your beef. Do I have a... I need a clip for when I have a beef. Let's see. How about this? Let's do this one. Uh, well, that's 
that drive's taking forever to spin up, so maybe it won't happen. Well, anyway, <laughs> maybe not that. Maybe not. That maybe clip. not that clip. But uh, so I do have a bit. Oh no, it worked. All right, here we go. Beef meat. Okay, I have a beef. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I didn't know that was me. Actually, you know what's better? I smell like beef. There you go. This there, smell like the beef. Perfect kid. one. Nice. Okay. Good. Uh, so my beef is this. The I don't like. I said I only saw the last half, roughly, and mm-hmm. didn't see all the commercials, um, mm-hmm. which is you know a part of this event yeah. every year. Is easily found these days on YouTube. The best one, the better ones. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you can find all that, of them, yeah. but. Yeah. Now you can just seek I, out the good ones. I can go watch it if I if I'm inclined. I don't feel all that yeah. inclined, but to be honest, uh, my big problem this year was I I may be alone in this. So I guess come at me if you're at home and you hear this and you have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe uh, the beer companies or anyone else <laughs> when they do when they run a thirty second montage of people wearing masks and working together and saying we're only stronger together and and we need to do this together and we're all together in this I don't believe them I think what they're actually doing Uh is what they always do which is try to sell more beer well, sure. I mean, that's the uh, that's the point. It can be it can be both, right? I mean, it can Can be saying can it be though? It totally can. I don't know if it can be. You can say, hey, we've got 30 minutes to get in your face so you don't forget Budweiser. But also while we're here, you know, we're thankful for you guys still buying beer while you're in quarantine. And 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 all of our people here wearing masks and we'll get through this so you can buy more beer. Is that what they're (laughs) saying? I feel like they're saying. So now look at us. But I can't I can't disparage the Bruce Springsteen Jeep commercial because I feel like that one was the way you should do it. Well, it may be what. Okay, I did see that one, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind that one as much because I felt like he probably meant a lot of what he was saying. Yeah, and um, he doesn't care if you buy a jeep or not. Well, Bruce right, doesn't. but I assume he got paid <laughs> massive amounts <laughs> sure of money did, from did, Jeep. I'm sure, he did get paid. Yeah, yeah. So this is my only. My only thing is, none of it is. They want you to have it feel it, like it's all none very of it is altruistic. No. They want you to feel like it is, but it's not. It never is. And so I always feel like I'm getting yanked, you know, just a little mm. bit of Yankee mm. yank. I've been around long enough where uh, as a kid on Saturday mornings, I'd watch cartoons for G.I. Joe stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I would be told that these are the greatest toys you can ever <laughs> have in your life ever. And it's right. not it just simply isn't true. And so once you no. get past that. Then you can then you start to see it with more realistic eyes, and the older I get, the more cynical I get about it because I I too am all about this idea that hey, band together, people are better together as a group than we are individually. Let's quit being selfish and work together, cross the aisle, all that stuff. I'm into it. Sure, I'm into it. I just don't believe it when Michelob tells me that <laughs> because Michelob <laughs> is trying to sell beer. Now, if, if somebody secretly at Michelob said, guys. We're gonna spend thirty million dollars on an ad spot on the on the uh, a thirty second ad on the Super Bowl, but we're not gonna put our name or logo or anything on it. We're just gonna have it be a, a message that we really truly believe in from our cores, mm-hmm. and we're gonna put it out there, and it's just gonna run, and no one's gonna know who did it. It's just gonna run, and there won't be any. Everybody at home will be going, "What commercial was that? Who who was that?" Okay, I'm not even sure. It won't matter because we're doing this from our hearts. We don't care. This isn't about the money. 
this is about coming together. They're never going to do that, ever, <laughs> ever. Well, now, I thought there were some companies that said, we're not going to do the million-dollar commercial this year. We're just going to donate our money to other causes. Oh, did like, they? Who uh, did, Pepsi who did, did oh, that, I think. They just they? said... Okay. Yeah, they said, that, instead that of, cool. we're going we're gonna to put our money where our mouth is and... And, um, yeah, here we go. What'd they say? Let's see. Um, I guess they did sponsor the whole weekend thing, which we'll talk about. I know. Yeah. Um, Joe Guy Art says Budweiser did it too. So yeah. So we get Budweiser. <laughs> Budweiser is one of the ones I, I used as an example, but apparently they also skipped doing a commercial this year and put their money towards, uh, whatever healthcare workers or, or something. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's good. Um, I just want one of them to do. I want Ad one council of them. Council and yeah. COVID collaborative, a group of experts on health education and the economy. Okay. See, that's great. That's admirable. Admirable is the word I mean. Uh-huh. Plenty of people are going to buy your beer. So just do a, do a big, nice corporate thing that really, in the end sure. of it, doesn't really going to hurt you anyway. It's just a, no, no. You got to have some charitable And let stuff. those Clydesdales take a, take a year off. Yeah. You give know, them some time. Let them, let them have a nice year off. Now, that said, um, there were a couple of commercials that I thought were pretty good. So if you didn't see them, these might be ones you'd want to seek out. Hmm. Uh, I thought, uh, flat Matthew McConaughey was, uh, creepy and weird, but, but well produced. I'll look that one up. I saw the George Costanza shirt one. The George Costanza shirt one was very well produced. And I really want to know if, if that was done without any CGI trickery, if they really made all of those George Costanza faces. Oh, you mean if there's separate shirts exist for each face? If there are, you know, 25 different sweatshirts that have Jason Alexander making all of those expressions. I that really would be great. That I'll yeah. buy whatever product that was for. Tide or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, whatever it is, I'll buy uh, one, one, one of their products. He's on uh, whatever <laughs> Wayne Knight's diet was, though, because he was in that car and he looked really yeah. thin. I'm like, whoa, skinny. George, the heck, dude. The, um, uh, Will Ferrell goes to Norway. One was good, um, and I think my favorite might be, despite how cringy some of the singing was, the "It Wasn't Me" Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis commercial. Oh, I missed that too. Yeah, all right, maybe I'll go. Here's find the thing that. that bothered me. I mean, I like that commercial. I don't. I think Ashton Kutcher shouldn't sing. Period. Flat out. Um, and I also am kind of disillusioned now that I've heard Shaggy speak. That it doesn't just talk like this, man. You know, I think I'm really bummed. It's like I want him. Why he doesn't have any accent at all? What's the deal? Wait a minute. This happened. When did he talk? Is this another? He talked commercial? at the end of the. Uh, it's a Doritos commercial or a uh, no Cheetos Cheetos commercial. And he doesn't have an accent. Didn't seem to. He only said one line. So oh. like, that's the first time that's ever worked or something like that. And and there's no accent. There was no accent there. And I'm you're I'm, blowing my mind here. I didn't. know I know. That. I don't like that at all. That's it. See that once again, everything I thought was real is a lie because it's all on TV. Yes. TV's a lie. It's all all fake. Yep. Well, anyway, uh, the weekend I was looking forward to and kind of bummed that the sound quality was so janky. It was like they it was pretty bad. They had his vocals mixed way too low compared to crowd noise and even his own mm-hmm. musical arrangement. You could tell his uh, he couldn't hear. Uh, you know, normally you have some way of monitor, you know, like either mm-hmm. it's in your ear or something and you could tell he wasn't getting it exactly right because he was a little off key and he's not a guy that sings off key normally. So no. 
No, that was throwing me a little bit. It was fine. Whatever. It was fine. Yeah, he, he I like. New... I still like his music. Still like. Still like him. But yeah. uh, that was a, a kind of a disappointing. Did uh, I only saw? Um, I saw a chunk of it because I didn't pay too much attention to it. But there's no. They didn't have Daft Punk come out and do anything with him. Did no, they? no special guests at all. Just That's a bunch a... of uh, dudes wearing jock straps running around on the field. Yeah, with the with other. the court of owls heads on. They all look like they were going to get <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Yeah, I, I made a tweet that is like, this is for some reason reminding me of Pink Floyd the Wall, and I can't put my finger on exactly why. <laughs> but it's it's reminding me of the movie. Maybe it's the, the bandaged faces from when Pink was in the war, yeah. or the kids singing We Don't Need No Education with their weird potato, dead, dead-eyed potato faces. Yeah, that might be it. Something, oh, some I combination of all those. I haven't seen that in so long. I need to... It's probably sackable, right? As just an experiment. I think so. I yeah. think so. We should watch that. Why not? Yeah. Anyway, the weekend. He did make a new um a new meme that took the world by storm by looking all confused in his in his uh, weird Vegas hallway looking thing. Oh yeah, his uh, the backstage. Yeah, so now everybody's <laughs> I can't like can't find my way out of this hall. <laughs> Give me directions. <laughs> but people are like, uh I saw my favorite one was like they'll show a gif of it mm-hmm. and he says um me trying to make sense of 35 layers in an old psd file i need to convert for somebody or something like that <laughs> and he's nice. looking all confused like trying to find everything so that that's the meme that'll keep on giving for about a week uh looking yeah. looking forward to that uh that's great anyway i'm i'm jealous of your food and of your uh, your altruistic look at the uh, uh, advertising world, well, and uh, well, I mean it's 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 less cynical. I mean, I accept it for what it is. I mean, they're still there to sell stuff, but I feel like it's not it's not a hundred percent disingenuous. Yeah, I think it's probably seventy five percent. Okay, yes, we can give it a percentage. Well, we, yeah, yeah. Well, let's look at your. You, know, I, like, you know, I like my percentages, Scott. You do. Uh, Do we bring in 100% Brian Dunaway, though? Uh, we can bring in two-thirds of him, I'm told. That's all we can have today. <laughs> the other third is off uh, solving crime. I don't know what he does with his other third. Let's find out. We'll add him to the show. In fact, I'm going to ask him, if he could break himself into thirds, mm-hmm. what would the mm. third do while the other two-thirds are here doing the show with us? What would it do while it's out on its own? We'll find out shortly. When he answers his damn phone. Sounds good. Oh, the Eminem one was pretty good, too. Hey, what? Sorry, I missed the catch up. The, the people apologizing with Eminem's one was pretty good. Oh, I missed that. I have to, yeah. I have to go. I, apparently, I missed most of the good ones, because all I saw was, like, the Jeep one and a bunch of sad ones. Yeah. Yeah, he came in at the end, which is like, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, run that Bruce Springsteen one, I guess. Yeah, it was all a little sad. Hey, Brian Dunaway, two-thirds of you anyway. How are you? How you doing? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Two thirds oh, of me. Yeah. So here's the question: We were just talking. If you, if your superpower was that you could break into thirds, and uh, okay, two thirds of you were here doing this with us. What would the other third be doing right now? Okay, so you're saying that I would be full. I would be full, but I would be in three parts. So there would be three of me. Would I also be shorter and smaller, or would I be like multiplicity man, where I'm all the same size? There's three of me. There would be. Is oh, there any penalty mm-hmm. for me having to thin myself 
to three bits. Um, you would have, yeah. Let's say that the your head is part of whatever two thirds is talking to us today. So your head cannot be part of that third guy. <laughs> the other two, the other two uh, Brian Dunaways have no head. Yeah, there's no head. Other, okay. And one of them's just like right. a torso. All right. Or so now whatever. that I know the context, then give me the question again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they're all going to be bumping into each other like they're uh, uh, duplicate uh, weekends in that des- the Vegas hallway. Let's put it this way. If all you had, if one of you was only a waist and two legs, what would it be doing right now? Oh, right now? Well, I'd be taking a walk in the park, freaking the dogs out. All right. Okay. I like that. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. All right. Well, speaking of answers, we're going to generate a bunch of those today on today's Babel Royale. We'll get to all that in a second after we introduce our call-in guest. Hi. Thanks for holding. Who's this? This is Casey of uh, Vandazzle RM in the chat room. Nice. Casey, it's hey. nice to have you here. Welcome, uh, Stacey. Yeah, Stacey a Casey. New Stacey. It's a new voice in uh, Babel Royale. I love it. Sorry. Com- <laughs> Stacey <laughs> or Casey? Casey, like the Casey oh. Chief. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Casey. Oh, okay. like the my, form- my sadly losing case. <laughs> Congratulations on your win last <laughs> yeah. night. I haven't watched well the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Things didn't go well. Um, yeah, that was a bummer because I was rooting for your team as well. But uh, today we're going to root for you because Brian's going to explain these rules and see if we can't win you some prizes. Brian? That's right, Casey Van Deslerm uh, in the chat room. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic, and they're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win goes to the other player. Casey, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for a bag of coffee Ooh. from Kahawa Coffee. Oh, Kahawa Coffee Roasters, good stuff. Mm. And a copy of Human Fall Flat. Oh, Matthew McConaughey uh, uh, game. (laughs) Matt Uh, McConaughey Simulator. Yeah, that's a cool game. It's uh, goofy and really really streamable and uh, lots of physics and mayhem it's cool. it's real good yeah so is it really like a flat human that has to like get into places and stuff is no you're know? like a no. you're a guy you're a you're a blob you're, you're just of, like a blob in this it's a kind of a phys- physics game yeah and you have to uh do a lot of platforming and you fall a lot yeah and if you fall a, interesting thing about the fall if you fall you'll actually fall to a different randomly generated stage if i remember yeah correctly. yeah you never die oh, really? you fall to another place you got to solve and you're you are you're not a blob. You're a person, but you, but yeah. you, but you. Well, my name is Anakin. But you, <laughs> but your control, your your control of yourself is bad, and that's the fun of it. Yeah, uh, you, you control the horizontal, but not the vertical. Yeah, right. it's a very fun game. I like it. Cool. It's a good winnings. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's the uh, Stoic Scroll. <laughs> we need to storm the Buccaneers headquarters because they stole the game. Yes, very good. Oh, nice. I heard that. I heard that the Buccaneers actually had secret Buccaneers planted among the uh, Kansas City Chiefs players too. And look, it's okay to both. We talked about this in Film Sack off air. It's okay to both know that Tom Brady's the greatest player the game's ever known, and yeah. also think he's a giant dick okay to hate his stupid his stupid stupid face. face right you can have two two of those things in your head at once it's fine that was congratulations a great congratulations uh tom brady and your stupid face on being uh mvp of super bowl 55 yeah. all right anyway uh here we go let's see we've got a, a topic that you need <laughs> this one comes to us courtesy of andrew bailey um this is good, and I had to look it up because I could have sworn we'd done this one before, but it was not on TMS Babel Royale, so uh, tmsbabelroyale.com if you ever want to look at at, uh, at things that we've uh, done in the past. I didn't. What, what is that again? 
TMS it, Babel it, Royale. Send it to me later. Okay. Okay, I'll send it to you later. Yeah. Yes. It also has the current rankings on how you and Scott are doing. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't like this. Go ahead. <laughs> These are, according to uh, Kiplinger.com, the 19 most popular breakfast cereals ranked by total sales uh, sold from 2017 to 2018. We don't have anything newer than this. 20, as of, yeah. as of right, the year right. ending in 2018, the 19 most popular breakfast cereals ranked by total sales. Okay. So these are, that's yeah. interesting because I would have thought, um, oh man. I'm not going to lie. Um, if you had went like <laughs> 70, 80 cereal when I was uh-huh. consuming most of my cereals, I would be yeah. like, I got You'd be this. You'd a lot better at this, yeah. yeah. Right. But Reese, how, what, what year was the start year? The 2017 2017 to 2018 2017 okay all right i i feel pretty good about this i think i can do this Um, i'll bet some of the ones that you remember from from your childhood i'm sure are probably still around yeah uh all right so kc knowing that that's the topic who do you want to go first and who do you think is gonna win let's go scott to win brian to go first i like it okay okay um all right i'm down with you go first brian i i know so shut up (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the classic uh, everybody has to it's not because kids are clamoring or anyone is clamoring for these but I think it's just that it's a compromised cereal everybody goes well I guess I could eat Frosted Flakes mm. I don't think anybody's <laughs> going you got to get me the Frosted Flakes it's just yeah. like a compromised cereal like, and uh, yeah how about Frosted Flakes it's and I, right yeah. Do you get that little bunch of boxes, the little miniature ones, the single serving ones? Oh. Exactly. Frosted Flakes yeah. is never the first one you go for. No, but it, we used to take those on sales because trips. it's a those compromised cereal, and I think that's, I think that's with, where it's going to be. At. With four hundred and twelve million per year, uh, which is a growth of four percent year over year, Frosted Flakes, the number three most popular oh. cereal in twenty seventeen. Okay, number three. You said. I would have thought it would have been number one. Sort of. Uh, sort of. You're okay. Boy, you really do want to go back to your childhood, but some of those I'm not so sure today. Um, yeah. I mean, like King Vitamin. I know that's not going to be in the list. So I'm going to say it. <laughs> no one's eating that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember King, King Vitamin. Vitamin. Remember that? No, oh, I don't yeah. remember that at oh, all. Oh, King Vitamin was the worst. Yeah. It, was Ugh, it, was it sounds bad. horrible. <laughs> it was bad. But, but they were selling a lot of it. Wow. Um, let's go with uh, um, that was King Vitamin. Oh yeah, sorry. My King kids, Vitaman. we we Vitaman. had to find a, like a like a compromise with my kids. So for us, it was uh, Honey Nut Cheerios was the compromise. Ah, oh, there you go. That's it's a, a honey of an O. Yeah. It's also your number two most popular cereal oh, with four hundred twenty-one point wow. seven million in sales. Um, so that was that was how you could get away with. All right, it's got a little bit of sweetness, kids, but it's not. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. Um, like an overly sugary cereal. Right. Now I can't imagine what the number one would be. That's uh mm-hmm. Ooh, because I would have thought those would have been the number ones. Now, here's a question. Here's yeah. a question. Uh-oh. Yeah. If you're going to ask if there are different varieties Vari- or all, variations all... of Yeah. Nope. Ah. Nope. Nope. No. Okay, so Honey Nut Cheerios covers Honey Nut Cheerios and Honey Nut Cheerios alone. Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. it's the uh, Brian. Okay. I know so what you're asking. Make it sure. Make it sure. Yeah. No, no, no. So it doesn't think... cover the whole Cheerios family. Yeah, yeah. Not. So those multi-grains. But and... I'm going mm. with why would anybody get them? I'm going with Cheerios. 
the root. Number one on what? the board. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It is the best selling cereal. Why would and you? the reason yeah. is because uh, people buy it for their, their babies because it's also oh. like um, motor skills. You can like, if you're going out to a restaurant, you can just uh, grab a handful of Cheerios, put it on the right. the tray in front of your, your toddler and they'll like. Let's watch them operate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Uh, so that takes care of our top three. Four hundred thirty-five million uh, sales on on your regular Cheerios. Is that dollars introduced in uh, nine? <laughs> no, it's it's in Frosted Flakes. <laughs> it's, each it's, Cheerio. <laughs> each <laughs> Cheerio, it's all four hundred thirty-five. Wow. No, I just thought maybe it was boxes versus total dollar oh. sales. Uh, originally, they were called Cheerios. And oh, then in 1945, gross. four years after they introduced them, they said, yeah, this is a dumb name. Let's go to just Cheerios. Cheerios. That's Cheerios. stupid. Cheerio. Cheerio. Okay. Not as dumb as King Vita, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, then let's just do fr- uh, regular regular old, oh. uh, not Frosted Flakes, but the, the, the Corn Flakes. Corn Flakes. <laughs> Without corn the frost Flakes. On it. Yep. The, Nobody's eating that mess. The flakes. Number 19. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> and we're doing top 20, uh, right? Top 19. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yes. Holy Moses. Oh, 110 close. million sales. Uh, so one-fourth of the sales of uh, Cheerios, Corn Flakes. Um, although it's the oldest cereal on the list, 1894 is when uh, oh W.K. Kellogg... Uh, it was the, it was probably the only cereal in the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. I think it's a uh, yeah, it's ancient and not good. There's a reason. Now I'm, now I'm worried because Actually, the I, thing- like corn, I like cornflakes because it's you know it's not sugary and you can add a little bit of uh, you can make your own sugar. You have to yeah mm-hmm. yeah. I, I like to pour a little honey on top of it. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, good. it's good. I like it. Um, Wow, so that being number 19 worries me because the thing I was going to say, I was going to go with a utilitarian cereal that's used. Utilitarian mm, cereal. Yeah, <laughs> it's not necessarily always eaten as a cereal, but it's, it's, it's practically a staple. And it's okay. Rice Krispies. You it's practically have apple, to have pop. it for cooking. Yeah, Rice Krispies. Well, you need to have it for cooking Rice Krispie treats. That's a... right. That's definitely a thing. Uh, yeah, Rice Krispies, number 13 on the list. Ooh, ooh, that scared uh, me. 136 million in sales for the year. Uh, first released in 1928 and called the Talking Cereal. The Talking Cereal. <laughs> that was so originally stupid. marketed as the Talking Cereal. Weird. All right, we probably <laughs> still have Fruit Loops on there somewhere. Oh, yeah. That's we probably do. Right. Uh, Fruit Loops, number seven on the list, $269 million in sales. Came out, uh, it's as old as we are, Scott. Uh, mm. Came out in 1969. Whoa. Were you born in 1969 also, Brian Dunway? No, no I was not. I was us. born in 1972. He's my okay, wife's age. baby. Yeah. He's <laughs> my, a little baby. He's a little baby. Uh, my wife's age. It's like we're married. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Ooh. We can do it. There's two <laughs> cereals that I'm thinking about that I that sit in... it high in my mind but i'm not sure about it but i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the the not really sister brand of what scott said <laughs> okay. but kind of is is uh-huh. the apple jacks yeah he is for apple j is for jacks no one's buying and it always anymore. comes in the school when the school sends home free breakfast crap that they've overbought is always in there and for some reason i think just from that standpoint 
there's been a lot of Applejack sold. Just a whole bunch of them. I bet Introduced I- in 1965, Applejack sells uh, 110 million every year, or that year anyway, and making it the number 18. Holy shnikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's on there. I truly am surprised. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I see them all the time. But once again, maybe nobody's eating them. Is anybody actually eating Apple Jacks? Maybe I, not. I eat Apple Jacks before I eat the Frosted Flakes. If those right. are my only two choices, yeah. Apple Jacks always leave that weird film on the top of your root yeah. mouth. You get, you yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they all do. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's throw one out for um, the old people. My parents bought this for themselves. <laughs> old people, <laughs> or actually, maybe I should do the frosted. Oh shit! Let's do frosted mini wheats. Oh, let's do frosted mini wheats. Uh, $249 million in sales, making it number eight on the list. We actually really? have a box of these upstairs ourselves. Yeah. And we haven't eaten them in two years. <laughs> no, no, we eat these. These are, these are good. The problem with these is that even though they're mini, you still only oh. get like nine of them in a bowl. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, yeah. You, and you cannot let those sit. Uh, no. Otherwise, do you they put become... them in? Do you put those in milk? I never put those in milk. I just, I just grab a handful well, and just go. Okay, no, we here we go. Yeah, you got to put them in milk. It's also the worst. Um, feels like the worst waste cereal because yeah. at the bottom of the box, <laughs> there's always like half a <laughs> cup of just just wheat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite part. Sugary that's my wheat. It's, part, like a, you, it's like a rat's nesting material or something. Just a pile. I do. Of I do yeah. pour the very bottom into milk. Like Ew. there's like this Ew. whole just mush. You really? Oh, yeah, I man. love the mush part. That's my favorite part. That's so that's like sugar. cold oatmeal. That's that's yeah. awesome. That sounds really yeah. good. That's horrible. Yeah. Holy Moses! I I don't even know if it's in the top list, but I'm going to go with it because I can't stop singing it. For some reason, the maybe everybody else has it in their head too. But cinnamon toast crunch. Uh. <laughs> I can't. It's just in my head. I can't stop. Well, you can get it out of your head and onto this piece of paper because it is the fifth most popular. Oh God! Really? Yep. Three hundred forty-four million in sales. So that that stupid ear ear wig of a earworm of a thing works, huh? I think what works is that just in my list here that it was introduced, but it was in. I want to say it was the eighties. I mean, it was when we were. It was prime cereal buying time for our family. Yeah, we bought we bought that stuff. Yeah. That was for the um, big crackdown. Right. Yeah. On, on, oh my God, that stuff will just rot your teeth. Um, it's healthy. It's fortified with vitamins. <laughs> Part of this nutritious <laughs> breakfast was like a whole table full of shit. <laughs> How about if you um, just drink the milk, that's where all the nutrition is coming from. There yeah, you go. Yeah. That's yeah. another weird thing that made me cynical about advertising. They would tell me that Captain Crunch, which I'm going to say next, by Ooh. the way. Uh, is oh, part of a, a nutritious one. breakfast, and then they'd show like a giant breakfast with toast and bacon and eggs and orange juice and everything else. I'm oh like, yeah, Good really? Lord. That's that's this is part of that you're saying? Or yeah, ugh, yeah. It annoyed me. Anyway, My God, Cap- you would die. Captain Crunch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to be more specific. No, just the <laughs> I, the basic Captain Crunch, not. <laughs> Not the very no variations here. Okay, just right, a good old okay, fashioned. Okay. Hey, there's the captain. So not all berries, right? So none of the not the variations. <gasps> oh no no no! Be careful! Be careful! <laughs> you think uh, you think original sells better than any of their other variations? I, um, before you 100 lock that in, uh, I'm asking you. Maybe the Crunchberry one is pretty popular. <laughs> you know, I think of the Crunchberry one. Oh no! Peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, Captain Crunch. 
That's a weird one to go with, but all right, I'll allow it. <laughs> Is that not it? I really want to. I want to keep this thing going. Yeah, but no, no peanut butter crunch and Damn no regular it. Captain Crunch. But yes, Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries is number seventeen. That's what I say. Which that's what I consider to be the original, the Crunch Berry ones. I didn't know that the plain one was the original. I thought they split it up later. How is yeah, that possible? No, uh, Crunch Berry was a sequel. It wasn't the original at all. It was, but sometimes the sequel is better. Than the original. Uh, How about the Reese's Reese's Puffs? Reese's Puffs are deadly and horrible. You should never Reese's Reese's Puffs Puffs. number 15. Really? Oh, yes. How is that in the top? (laughs) Yep. Nobody buys those. Uh, Yeah. So, yep. Sorry. I I really wanted to give it to you, but you were so adamant about not any of the variations. All right. Let me ask you (laughs) this. Otherwise, I really would have said, could you be more specific? Yeah. Where is Honey Bunch of Oats on there? It is Honey Bunches of Oats is number yeah. four. <sighs> I would, I would assume that. Special K and My- Mikey Life Crap Cereal and Check Cereal would be kind of in there, too. Uh, special so K, K number 12, Life number nine. No checks at all in this Really? List. Yeah. Uh, your other ones are Raisin, Bra- uh, Raisin Bran Crunch. Two scoops. Raisin Bran! Nobody buys it. Nobody buys two scoops. Now, Raisin Bran Crunch is 16. Regular old Raisin Bran is number 11. Special K Red Berries is number 14. Special K No Red Berries is number 12. Uh, Fruity Pebbles, which is really just... Fruity um, Pebbles? Which is really just cereal that's made up of what's left over when you three-hole punch a bunch of colored paper. Yeah, it's just dyed. Are those things even still legal? It's just dyed packing material. It's horrible. Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. They're delicious. Uh, and I think that rounds out Honey Bunches of Oats, uh, Lucky Charms. Um, oh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Damn it. Oh, Lucky yeah. Charms is Trick, on there? No, no, no tricks, way. rabbits. No tricks. No, no tricks. That's not good stuff. I've had it. It's not good stuff. It's not favorites. Uh, I mean, no tricks, crisp. but tricks was such a big deal. Oh, and no um, no corn pops. I thought maybe that'd be on there. Yeah, Ooh, no corn good. pops either. You think, or honeycomb? Both of those seem like they were big. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I really just walked right into that one, didn't You did. I? <laughs> Honeycomb was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. <laughs> I've got it. I've been working all night, and I've got the jingle for Honeycomb. Oh, man. Honeycomb's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not uh, small. Guy wakes up. He's got honeycomb stuck to his face. He's like, I got it. <laughs> Finally has the link, uh, A little thing. bit of Coke under his nose. <laughs> right. No, I'm sorry. That's, that's later on when they use that weird little gremlin-looking thing they had, the oh, critters. Yeah. That yeah. critters oh, thing. Remember yeah, that guy? Oh, yeah, the critter thing. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, God. That was weird, right? What a weird yeah. choice. Right. Let's head out to the honeycomb hideout with the weird gremlin-looking thing. Yeah, that's a bad Ooh. idea. Don't do it. Uh, well, this means that I've done t- terribly today, and I have made it. Well, I've made it so except Casey can't, can't win, because I'd like Casey except to for, win. Except for being adamant about giving me the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I was sure peanut butter was the popular one. I don't know why. Oh, no. No, it's, it is the best flavor, but it's not the popular one. Oh, yeah, no Wheaties either. That's another one that's surprising. Oh, no Wheaties. Well, yeah. that's, the, that's the breakfast of champions. How many champions no, do we have anymore? Yeah, there's we don't like, have any. Yeah. People eating cereal are not going to be. <laughs> no. Grape you know? nuts, not on the list, which is fine right. because that stuff should not be consumed those, by humans. Yeah, those are rocks. Those are just it's rocks. Like, it, that is like the sand you get in uh, bad uh, uh, clam chowder. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's used aquarium uh, gravel. That's what I think it is. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, hey, uh, Casey, are you all right? I mean, I know you've lost twice in 24 hours. Uh, oh. that, how's that feel? You all right? How's it well, feel? I mean, this is the way. So. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> uh, well, best of luck because you've got a hell of a quarterback and you'll probably win next year. I'm, I'm not too worried about you. But uh, we look forward to trying to play with you again. Uh, Brian Dunaway. We just did film Scott Johnson. It was great. We did an episode... The, 12 monkeys uh, yes covered all 12 yeah. monkeys we did the 501 the five the, the, the 501st that's it yeah 501st we're now part of the 501st uh which means right. we have to we know have your to doses. know your doses what they give you haldol yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we learn how to flip each other off a lot it's great so go check it out that's uh filmsack.com if you would like to get that show and of course tomorrow we'll be doing the boop show together talking video yeah. games that'll be great uh brian dunaway anything else you want to say before you go uh, yeah, I'm going to go meet up with my other uh, two-thirds and see if I can walk the dog. Sweet. To find the guy with the crotch. I'm worried about him. Bye now. All right. Just the, the dog no problem finding yeah. the one with the crotch. <laughs> Whichever one has the crotch. Yeah, would, the dog will find it, guaranteed. That's, that's the one that would concern me the most. All right. Well, we've done it. Uh, it's now time for this. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning, good morning. Hey, it's time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by a new episode of Soundography. Uh, me and Hammond listened to the entire library of XTC, one of my favorite bands. Uh, certainly one of my favorites from the late 70s, early 80s. Love those those guys and their really, really clever lyrics. Uh, find out what we think and uh, find out what Hammond thinks after only knowing the song Dear God before this week. <laughs> oh, dear God, hope you had a summer in. Then we go to the thing and that one, right? Yeah, that's the one. Exactly. Okay. I might only know that song from them. You probably know Senses Working Overtime, uh, Making Plans for Nigel, uh, Peter Pumpkinhead. You might know, oh, know Peter you might not know them by title, but you know them if you heard the songs. Peter Pumpkinhead, I know. That one I do yep. know. Okay. Yep. But now I know two songs by XTC. <laughs> and I see what they did there with the XTC. It's like ecstasy. XTC, ecstasy, uh-huh. right. Yeah, yeah. In excestasy. It's like when I realized Trading Places was about trading places and places of trading mm. or when i learned that the split ends the uh the way they spelled it enz meant uh new zealand which is where they were from oh i didn't know that that's pretty cool do they mm-hmm. do the haka in their music the haka they don't do the haka oh they should do that actually haka. i think they might have a song that has some some haka some maori all new zealanders should be forced to do the haka <laughs> <laughs> Should they? Okay. <coughs> Suzanne right. Summers back in the news after all these years. Three's oh, companies. Good. Yeah, Three's companies. Suzanne Summers is back. Uh, she calmly confronted a near naked home intruder while streaming. Did she mm. offer them uh, a thigh master? <laughs> Stick it between his legs and push him out the door. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, actress, author, and spokesmodel Suzanne Summers gently confronted a naked home intruder, man. Who appeared while she was streaming a makeup tutorial from her Palm Springs, California home. <laughs> I'm just trying to catch Jack Tripper in the act. <laughs> oh, Chrissy! Oh. <laughs> was she there when he was there? Was Farley and uh, Mr. Farley? Or I don't Mr. think Furley? they overlapped. I Farley. think that uh, I think that Don Knotts came in after the the Suzanne Summers uh, um, the summer eviction. Of summers. Yeah. <laughs> Her eviction. <laughs> her eviction. <laughs> yeah, after the, what were they called? The Crumps or, no, what were the... Uh, the Ropers? Ropers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And wasn't there a Ropers spinoff? 
that lasted like four seconds? No, a spinoff of the Ropers? No, the Ropers as a show. Oh, yeah, the Ropers as a show was a spinoff for at least a season, maybe even two. I'm sorry, I thought you meant that there was a... Uh, a spinoff of the Ropers. Oh, hell no. <laughs> like, like, Ropers spun off of Three's Company and then something spun off of that. Well, no, the Ropers was, if I remember correctly, first season was actually pretty watchable. 5.9 out of But then 10. there was also uh, Three's a Crowd, so there was another spinoff of Three's Company after right. Jack got married and opened a opened a restaurant. Jeffrey Tambor was in this thing. Wow. In uh, the Ropers? Yeah. yeah, he was the 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 pompous neighbor. Oh, and three's a crowd. Hey, now. Three's a, so three's a crowd is what? Him and his parents or something? No, it's uh, her parents. Her dad was Robert Mandan from Soap. Oh, right. Um, so okay. it, was, it was Jack Tripper and uh, his wife and her parents. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. Oh, Jessica Walter was in that? That's great. So the other... Oh, wow. That's hilarious. So uh, <laughs> George Bluth... <laughs> Is over on oh, the one, the Ropers, the Ropers uh-huh. and Jessica Walter, a.k.a. Uh, what's her name, Bluth? Yeah. Mom oh, that's crazy that they were the in one. two separate spinoffs of Three's yeah. Company. That's hilarious. Yeah. And Peter Cullen was in that episode, the voice of Optimus Prime. Well, we've done wow. it all now. Anyway. <laughs> Pop Center Clan says, weren't they all derivatives of All in the Family? No, that's uh, there's no. there's a whole bunch of other spinoffs of All, all, of, them, of all in the Family. Yeah, you got Jefferson's, you Jefferson's, had... Um, Archie Bunker's Place. Oh, um, right, he had a bar. Yeah, oh, after, after Edith passed away. In the heat of the night. No, that was a separate thing. That was a different thing. Was there another one? <laughs> was it just those two? Yeah, but yeah. Okay, but this, I know Mary you, Tyler Moore had a bunch as well. Yeah, she, she spun off a ton. Lou Grant and oh, Maude came from that's right, Maude came from um, All in the Family. Maude did and Phyllis, Phyllis came from, yeah, no, Maude's not from that, is it? Maude's not from that. I thought Maude was from All in the Family, but Rhoda came from um, Rhoda was, Mary was Mary Tyler Moore. Maude, I thought Maude was something else. Maybe you're right. I thought it was before all that. Oh, Good Times, T Glass says Good Times was another spinoff of uh. It was, yeah. Really? The first spinoff of All in the Family was Mod. Dang, that thing had a lot of spinoffs. Jeez. Holy cow. Yeah, that's crazy. Mod, Good Times, The Jeffersons, Checking In, which was a spinoff of The Jeffersons. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> uh, Archie really... Bunker's Place, Gloria. Don't listen to them. Gloria. Uh, and, uh, and one final one called 704 Hauser, which was the Bunker's house with a new family. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Cumberbatches. Oh, I wish this is great. So it's the, the Cumberbatches living in the old Archie Bunker house. I had no idea. So we can all agree, though, that the Jeffersons was the successful spinoff, right? From all that, yeah, okay. yeah. I think Mod was Mod was successful as well, but uh, yeah. of all of those, the Jeffersons was easily the most, yeah. the most successful. Eleven seasons for the Jeffersons. And so the the so those were like our parents spinoffs for me and you it would have been cheers and then frazier frazier yeah uh, the tortellis um, which didn't work oh i forgot about the tortellis yeah, yeah right uh this this seems like there another spinoff of cheers well you never watched the uh the uh <laughs> the, the, the hazard county show what's wrong with me 
Oh, yeah, no, uh, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. You never watched yeah. Dukes of Hazard, but Wasn't they had there a Hazard County show <laughs> with a couple of Duke boys? They had a they had a spinoff called Enos, which was just about right. that stupid sheriff e- or uh, deputy sheriff no, Enos. And with, yeah, no, that sadly I saw that and wasn't there was a Sheriff Lobo, wasn't that a spinoff of No, I think no, that Lobo's wasn't related there. to Dukes. No, but it sounds like it what should was, be. <laughs> totally was. Was Sheriff Lobo its own thing? Lobo. I'm looking right now. Is it the misadventures of Sheriff Lobo? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, Lobo yeah. was... BJ and the Bear, that's right. It was a spinoff of BJ and the Bear. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are clamoring for more Yeah, Sheriff Lobo. I mean, I know I am. I can't wait for more. Don't even yeah. get me started on 10 Speed and the Man or whatever it was called. Uh, Happy Days, was Happy Days the most spinoffs? Um, that'd be an interesting stat to find. I would guess got, probably uh, Laverne and Shirley, Joni Loves Chachi, yeah. Mark and Mindy. Yeah. Um, um, what else? Is that it? Maybe just those three. So I think maybe it is all in the family is probably the, hmm. or, or Mary Tyler Moore. Charles in charge hmm. was not a spinoff from anything. Was it? No, no. Good. <laughs> that thing spun off out of the universe and smacked us mm-hmm. right in the head. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joey and Friends, but that was the only attempt. They tried no other sp- spinoffs from Friends. So, I don't know. That's fascinating to me. Anyway. I know. I want Marcel, the, the continuing adventures of Marcel the monkey and, yeah. and his buddy uh, Gunther. I'd be in. I'd be in. Uh, didn't Fonzie have a show as an as a teacher? That rings a bell, Crimson Neon. Why does that ring a bell? Hold on. Uh, Fonzie spinoff. No. Really? He was a teacher. Yeah, it was called Fonzie. Really? There was a okay, and he was a teacher. Hold on. Where is this? Okay. Oh, I can't find it. Yeah, Fonzie. No, no, no. That's just the character. I can't find it. There's a. Oh, here's a list. All right, we're gonna find out. Oh, good. Okay. Cool. Uh, these are list of television spinoffs. Oh, I don't want to know what the series. I want to know. Okay, broken air. Oh, here we go. So yeah, all in the family. All that had Kablam, Keenan and Kel, The Amanda Show, The Nick Cannon Show, Zoe One Hundred and One, and Just Jordan. Mm, that's a lot. I don't know if you can call that, um, yeah, the Archie Show. So I mean, all the the Riverdale stuff. You can't really count that. Yeah, American uh, Idol. I don't count that. What the hell is that? No, I can't really count reality oh, shows Archie oh, show one you're right is that's huge um okay well oh, love american see. style was another one too right dude alf had three spinoffs really yeah alf the animated series from 87 89 alf tales 88 to 89 and alf's <laughs> hit talk show 2004 which i don't remember that huh anyway all right well um okay so love american style was the one that spun off happy days so even before, so oh right, so I knew count, this. <clears throat> I knew if this. If you count all the sub mm-hmm. uh, Happy Days spinoffs, Love American style as, as all coming from Love American style. Yeah, I saw that with Tom and forgot that that we we dug all into that and I totally spaced it. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the, I'm trying to find. Oh, Mary oh. Tyler Moore only had Rhoda, Phyllis, and Lou Grant. I thought there was. I thought there were more. I guess not. Yeah, the Flintstones had more spinoffs. Mash had uh, After Mash, Walter, and Trapper John, MD. Flintstones had a show called Cave Kids. 
Oh God. Yeah. Well, there was there was another one. There was something else with Pebbles and Bam Bam, but it wasn't called Cave Kids. It was yeah. another. That was called the Pebbles and Bam Bam Show, seventy one to seventy two. Yeah. There we go. There's yeah. Fred Flintstone and Friends, the new Fred and Barney Show, the Flintstones Comedy Show, as opposed to whatever the hell it was before, the Flintstone Funnies, the Flintstone Kids, Cave Kids, and then Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs this year. <laughs> so sign up, get in there, get in now. Wow, this is Do a you remember uh, Party of Five having a spinoff called Time of Your Life? No. No. Was that just um, Horse Whisper? Was that just Jennifer Love Hewitt? Is that what that is? I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I love this uh, one this is- that says, uh, The Late Night with David Letterman had three spinoffs. Late Night with Conan yeah. O'Brien. Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. And Late Night with Seth Meyers. Those ones don't count. Those are just the same show. I know. I know. Yeah, it's, uh, All right. Well, this is dumb. Uh, back <laughs> to the point. The, <laughs> the whole point was 74 year old Summers was on Facebook and some naked guy oh, yeah. walked in and uh, the, this is what she said she paused during the recording and told her nearby husband Alan that she heard strange noises off camera uh, <clears throat> he says it's just a frog Summers turned to her left and after hearing more noise and viewed the intruder who remained off camera during their conversation the intruder was described as near naked Summers was calm and spoke gently to the intruder who said he was terrified of something. Um, I'm not even sure, he says, when uh, there are ghosts following me. Obviously, and uh, dude's a little disturbed. Yeah. Uh, the intruder identified himself as Aaron Carpenter and asked Summers if she had heard of him. He claimed to have been led to Summers' home by a friend that prompted the intruder to claim he was not a scary person whatsoever. Uh, she told him he seemed like a nice person but needed to leave. He claimed to have brought the couple a gift, but then quickly declined. Uh, Carpenter then said, God bless you before leaving the property. Uh, An unflustered Summers then continued with her makeup video. (laughs) Yeah. So they have a video on this article. Um, You don't see the naked, nearly naked guy. You just see her looking off camera at this guy. But, um, and and she's super calm. Like, here's a nearly naked guy. And she's like, oh, um, who are you? Why? This is our house. I think she's but seen she, some stuff, man, in her life. She's she's been there, man. She's exactly. But uh, I also love the fact that that uh, Suzanne Summers basically has a <laughs> has has QVC in her spare bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> she's just selling her makeup. Yeah, that's basically it. Does she actually see the guy? So he's off camera. You can't see him. He's off camera. But um... why? Oh, look, and she's being very nice to him. Oh, that's She's nice. being very nice. Yeah, it's like she could have thrown a thigh master at him or something. You know, right. don't come and knock on our door. <laughs> we don't want to. We're see not you. waiting for you. <laughs> We're gonna this. call the cops if you don't leave Two's company too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna leave now, Andy. Andy. All right. <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will spend some good time with our good friends. Uh, That'll start with Bill Duran, and after that, Mr. Steven Schleicher. Before that, though, we need a song break, and Brian has brung one. Yes. This one I am so excited about because um, last week, or a couple weeks ago, I tweeted about a brand new single by uh, a band called Otis, O-H-T-I-S. And um, I listened to the track, and I said, oh, my God, this is so good. But it's a little f bomby. No, I, uh, correction. It's a lot f bomby. Mm. <laughs> and so I tweeted and said, "Well, I tweeted it and said, well, you won't be hearing this one on the morning stream, but I want you to check out this video, and it's really, really good. 
um, to their new song Shotzi. They replied back and said, we've got, we've got a radio edit of the song. Uh, would you like it for TMS? I'm like, yes. Mm. So it's a lot less f bomby. And if you want to hear the f bomby version, just look for Otis Shotzi, O-H-T-I-S is the band, Shotzi, S-C-H-A-T-Z-E. It's not a, it's an alternative to, to uh, alternative dice game. It means um, my wealth, like uh, as you'll hear in the song. Anyway, here is Otis and the song Shotzi from their brand new release. Uh, what's it called? This effing what album. Say? Oh, no. Curve of Earth is their, no, that was their 2019 album. Anyway, it's really, really good. Enjoy this. Here is, <laughs> here is Otis and the song Shotzi. and gentlemen, we bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. If you receive an angry message, you've been flamed. 
This is Scott Fletcher, and I approve this podcast. This is the Morning Stream. Thank goodness somebody approves it. Thank you, Scott Fletcher, yes. for approving it. Um, all right. We're going to dive right in. Get right to the guests. Get right to it. Get right Get to right it. Get right to it. Get Don't right. you know? Eh. Punishprops.com coming up first. Of course, Bill Duran. You know him. You love him. Yeah. I'm going to find out what I he's do. doing today. Yeah, we do love Both him. Both of those things. Pretty great. Uh, if I can find his uh, dealio, we're good to go. Here it is. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us from his studios somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Bill, welcome. How are you? Good morning. Doing great. Oh, Had a very fantastic. relaxing weekend. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Did you, uh, do you care? Do you partake in the football? Do you care about all that at all? Or? No, no. Instead, I was playing the new Hitman game. Oh, was- that game's great. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hitman 3, baby. I'll tell you what. Here's what you do. You make sure... Uh, you either already have them. Well, hopefully you already have them, but if not, you get them. You get all three of these Hitman games in the trilogy. Three lets you basically play all of them from right. that from that client, and it's amazing. There's so much content there; it'll make your head spin. It's yeah, so good. I played I played all three starting a couple weeks ago. It's, oh, it's awesome. Man, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's the goofiest, most fun freaking. I can't wait to see what they do with the Bond game, which I guess they're working on next. So, oh, really? oh cool. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's. So ready for it too. Yeah, it'll so. be great. Anyway, uh, joining us, talking, making things today. Uh, what did, what's going on in the studio this week? This week, Brittany and I we have a new video out over on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We made something from not Hitman, but another one of our very favorite games. Uh, we made something from the game Outer Wilds, not oh, yeah. Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Outer Wilds. Yeah, Outer two games Wilds. came out that year. There one one was Wilds, one was Worlds. They're both excellent games. But they are mm-hmm. nothing like each other. No, not even a little bit. So Outer Wilds, here's here's my pitch. I, I want to get more people playing that game because it was one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, it's basically like a mystery puzzle game in space. You got to fly a little spaceship around, which mm-hmm. is pretty fun uh, and challenging. Hello. Uh, I recommend if you want to, if you're, if that sounds interest, interesting to you, go into it completely blind. Don't look anything up and don't ask for help. It's the kind of game that really benefits from discovering everything yourself. If you do have trouble with the game, there's a great Outer Wild subreddit where you can go ask for a nudge and people will gently point you in the right direction without spoiling anything, which is really great. Fantastic community around that game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it was a, um, critical a gigantic critical success uh the year this thing happened mm-hmm. and yeah. uh i think it deserves um people to play or more people to play because i think a lot of people missed it uh the first time yeah through. yeah Very i think cool. so too without giving too much uh, away it plays around with like time in a way mm-hmm. that oh i don't you know what brian you'd love it because it's like lost yep. the video game kind of yeah really? yeah okay but you've got to suss things out, and there's this repeating. It's also got a Groundhog Day kind of thing going on. It's the, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like the yeah. sound of that. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's anyway. like uh, almost like mist in space. There you go. Of. Okay, yeah. so outer wilds. Wilds. Yes. 
Wild. Wilds. Wilds. And, uh, I, bother, I mean, yeah, do I bother buying video games until I get a PS5? I guess any game I get, I can play on the PS5, even if it's a PS4. Uh, I don't know if that's true. They're, they're backwards compatible. Is PC is only. Weird. Yeah. Oh, sure I can't even play it on the PS4. It might I think be, it might, yeah. might be on consoles. I don't know, but you got to every. So PS4 is a little fishy with that stuff. You have to, or PS5, you have to find out which games will move forward and which ones won't. Mm. Okay. I don't know well, if that one will. Yeah, I'm only seeing it on Steam, so that that, uh, but that's fine. I can play Steam games on yeah, my computer. You can, you can play Steam games on your computer. Anyway, sorry, Bill. Okay. Well, where are we? Oh, <laughs> uh, I just. It looks like it's on PS4 as well, so we're good. Oh, all right. So maybe you're good. Maybe. Anyway, great game. I recommend everyone plays it. Uh, we made a mask from the game. Now, the mask is from an ancient alien civilization called the Nomai that you will discover more about as you blunder around their uh, their uh, solar system. Are they introduced by uh, George Takei? No, that would be pretty he good. He doesn't say, oh, hello, here's the Nomai. <laughs> nice. uh, no, that'd be good, though. <laughs> Insert cricket sounds here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the, they're an alien race. That's why there's three eye holes, because they have more than two eyes. And it's a very ornate and complicated mask. It's very different than anything that we've made before. Um, it might be have, it maybe has a little bit of an Egyptian thing going on. Uh, so it's sci-fi, but it's ornate and not tech-looking, if that makes sense. Anyway, super cool-looking mask. We decided to make it. Brittany did the lion's share of the work on this one, and especially all of the pattern making. So she got her hands on the 3D model from the game. Uh, frequently, though, 3D models from video games need an awful lot of work before they can get turned into a physical object. Uh, there are a lot of rules of physics that video game modelers don't need to follow in their digital world. Yeah, uh, so Brittany did all that figuring out took the 3D model and essentially flattened it using a, a program called Peppacura Designer, mm. which we use for flattening 3D models for making them into real-world objects. Uh, and then that was modified so that we could make the whole thing out of foam. So not only did Britt make this whole pattern, but it's up on our website for free if anyone else wants to give it a shot. This oh, is really cool. cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the, uh, uh, the photos on your yeah, side of this. You really it's did choose one of the more... Amazing complex objects in that game but it's also it's, the most iconic yeah. thing in that game it is pretty it's pretty cool I, I i also could have made the spaceship the, the sure. there's a tiny version of the spaceship yeah there's the radio that you use there's a bunch of stuff to make but the mask is so cool it's hanging up on our wall in our living room right now i'm looking at it and it just looks amazing up there well that's uh, awesome so uh of course we made the whole thing out of eva foam as we are wont to do uh <laughs> And I did write three books about that, so it makes sense. <laughs> uh, we cut, uh, it was cut out of a lot of different layers, flat layers of foam. Uh, not a lot of complex curves here. It's a very geometric form, uh, which lends itself very well to using flat sheets of any material, really, but it worked really well with the foam. Yeah, the game, uh, there's two in the game as well. Like the game's art style, it's, I wouldn't call it blocky or anything, but it has this like, um, I don't know, geometric quality to almost all the models, the characters, mm-hmm. the the world, the environments are all very much that way. It's a, it's a really cool look. And it's I, I didn't think about how that would actually help from a, like, let's make the mask standpoint because mm-hmm. you don't usually think about that. But, you know, in this case, geometric is your friend, I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
I love geometric shapes. That's that's so my language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do organic stuff, but uh, it's a bit of a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, uh, we glued a whole bunch of a lot of little pieces of foam together to make that mask, and then the paint job was very clean. Again, different. We usually weather stuff. Like if you compare this to the nuke launcher I made from Fallout, that thing is all rust. Very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this thing we had to be deliberate with the way we applied all our paint. So we, we used our airbrush to um, paint the uh, sort of base colors. We did a lot of masking, like a ton of masking, to be able to airbrush on like our second layer of, uh, of color. And then all the little details and the gold, that was all hand-painted. Just tiny little brushes and a lot of uh, concentration. And Brittany and I went in and painted all the gold on there. And it looks Before wonderful. You even- yeah, I'm looking right now before you even have color on there. Like you've got the base coat of, of like a, I think it's a primer. Mm-hmm. So you can just see the little circle, the little um, etched in designs on on the uh, the outer ring pieces. It looks so cool. Just even that before there's any other paint applied to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a really fun step whenever you're building anything, especially if you have a bunch of different pieces you put together that are like different yeah. colors and stuff. Once you hit it with that layer of primer and everything's um, the same color, mm-hmm. it's all uh, sort of unified. That's when you t- stop for a moment, look at it, and you're like, mm-hmm. wow, I sure made a thing. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looks so cool. Oh, it's beautiful. Look at this thing. I'm seeing the yeah. final the final bits here, and it's mm-hmm. I want that on my wall. Ooh, Too bad. Of, it's on my wall. Speaking <laughs> of which, so uh, over here I have this old... Uh, uh, one of my favorite things ever, a prized possession of mine, a uh, Mass Effect gun, Shepard's pistol, pistol, from all those years ago, and you made a resin gun for me. And oh, yeah. um, you heard, I guess you heard about this remastered trilogy thing coming. Does that excite mm-hmm. you? Do you want to make stuff yeah. again? Yeah. They're selling a helmet too. I think it's 150 bucks. It looks pretty good. The yeah. N7 rebreather. Yeah. Uh, so. That's that's just the thing you can buy now, which is great. Or pre-order, I think. I'm not sure if it's quite. I'm out pretty yet. excited because they're make they're making one play more like two. Yep, and good choice. Look better, and then and then you know three pretty much played like two. But just having them kind of unify the, those three games, I think I'm ready to get back into Mass Effect. Even though, yeah, it's yeah. Old, I just but, played uh, Skyrim again, <laughs> so I'm really like, I'm ready to play Mass Effect again. Oh, man. I don't even want to know what your slash plate is in Skyrim. I'm sure it's a mess, right? <laughs> well, between the two... T- I checked yesterday. Between the two uh, versions I have on my Steam library, because I have the normal one and the um, uh, special edition, it's uh, like 250 hours, but I played most of that on the PS3, actually, and mm-hmm. I have no idea how much time I spent on that. Oh, yeah. So it's 250 plus that probably another 300 <laughs> probably yeah it's a lot of time in that game rookie, <laughs> rookie number says to uh tally in the chat She's like, yeah then, yeah i understand yeah uh well all right this thing looks awesome the video's up in full so you can go watch the entire process and uh, check it out at punchprops.com and of course the youtube channel uh bonus time uh bill always brings a little bonus something for us what is it this week? yes uh this is a video from no clip uh, Danny O'Dwyer runs oh, yeah. a channel called No Clip that is video game documentaries. Mm-hmm. And this particular one is about the simulations of Hitman levels and how they he interviewed the folks at IOI uh, about Hitman and put together a whole documentary about different parts of the game. 
Yeah. And since I've been playing a lot of Hitman now, we've been watching a lot of Hitman videos too. Yeah, and Noclip cool. is great. If you're not subbed to Noclip, you need to be. Uh, it's very, oh, yeah, very, yeah. very, very cool. They do amazing work, and um, I keep hearing I need to watch this one they did for um, Hades. Uh, yes, to, to yeah, I just saw. Uh, we watched the last one, but I ha- they have a whole series. Uh, they followed while they were developing Hades through most of the process. Yeah, um, I believe when they started developing that game, they brought him in to document it. So they have a whole bunch of things following that whole development. Yeah, well, if you're, and also just another shout out to IO Interactive and their fantastic series of Hitman games. They're so good. Yeah, they're so I good. The, the, the clip on screen, I'm like, I shouldn't work today. I should just play more <laughs> Hitman. I know what I'm, I might do later if I ever get home today. Anyway, uh, well done, Bill. This is fantastic as always. More content over there at punishprops.com. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks, Bill. Doesn't matter how excited I, I exit him. He's still... <laughs> Take it easy. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> Cracks me up. All right. Ah, uh, he's great. Yeah. I want everything he makes. I know. To, he's so to, incredibly talented. He used to send a lot more of that stuff out to his pals, but these days, you know, it's a little harder to squeeze it out of him. He's got a little more wall space in the studio that he's got to cover. Yeah, yeah. I, which is understandable. Steven. Welcome to the show, Steven Schleicher, all the way from Majorspoilers.com in Hayes, Kansas. Hello, Steven. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hi. Hello. Hey. Uh, yes. I know there's a big question hanging in the air. <laughs> May as well come clean. Uh, yeah, I watched yeah, it all. I, end up I watched the all Super of it. Bowl last no, I'm night. caught up. Oh. oh no, I mean I got all the, I got all the the Wandavision business. It's all in me. Oh, oh that's so that, that's that so that old thing. January, so yeah, man. I, I see. Yeah, yeah. What, what have done to do things? Yeah. yeah. What, did, what did Bruce Willis say in the Die Hard movie? Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> exactly. With the big broken window and the guy down there with the donuts. So anyway, um, yeah, we uh, Kim and I sat out and binged one through five episodes, one through five on friday so the day five came out uh, i guess that night and um we loved it i love it it's great mm-hmm. it's, it's it's just so it's just weird enough and just mcu enough and especially episode five is definitely opening some windows and you're like okay i see where we're going now i really like it like a whole lot and uh, i would recommend yeah, yeah. people who maybe were like if you're confused or you're not sure what you're getting into just let it wash over you. Just get in there and go. Mm-hmm. And for Fargo fans, fellow Fargo fans, season three had an actor in it that's in the bewitched dinner scene. The guy who chokes. That guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's on. He's on Fargo. He's very good. Uh, the the there are moments in that thing that are really cool, and there are other moments where you realize that, oh my gosh, Paul Bettany if he lived in the 60s and 50s, could have been on a sitcom and done just fine. Easily, yeah. Oh, sure, sure, That's sure. That's weird to me. And she, her yeah, also, he they in. both do. But yeah. mm-hmm. there's something I didn't expect about Paul Bettany in this, and he's blowing my mind across the board. I think he's fantastic. I think she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, the, it's weird. The brilliance oh, of the so opening good. music each time, the opening mm-hmm. uh show introductions each time is fantastic so well done yeah that yeah. stuff's great yeah and this this last week uh, brian and i were talking via via the twits uh over the weekend and man i just so much family ties energy just pouring off <laughs> growing the pains. most recent yeah. uh, episode was just so great 
And then, you know, as we've talked, a little bit of spoiler warning for those of you who haven't seen it. If you're going to try to bring a Fox property into the MCU proper, I mean, this is kind of a way to do it. Yeah, this is one way to do it. Yep. That blew my mind because I and Kim couldn't figure out why I was freaking out. And I turned no, and same I said, with Tina. I had to yeah. I paused. Yeah, I did, too. Said, I had to re-explain and said, it and said, OK, so let me explain why this is so great and why I'm I'm laughing joyfully here yeah and i said you know who that is right she goes well i remember him from uh one of the american horror story shows yes that's a (laughs) team as well and i said well that he is you're right but do you remember him from a movie and do you remember what that movie was and we just went through these like step by steps and i said now you gotta understand in age of ultron that wasn't him in fact Mm -hmm. back then companies didn't know each other and those were two separate right. dudes. Why? Because they had the rights to call him a mutant over here and not over here. And it's a weird yeah. thing. And I still, I don't even know what the ramifications of this is. Like, what does I'm this even mean? that it's as much as we're expecting that, that this is their way of doing some multiverse yeah. stuff that Doctor Strange then has to clean up. Yeah. <sighs> and they did kind of, they did kind of mention it again, a little bit of spoiler yeah. where she can't just create matter from nothing. Right. The, um, um, Monica Rambeau's uh, costume, her bulletproof uh, uniform had been turned into that 70s costume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, maybe she has to uh, punch a hole in another universe to pull, pull things through. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe all those rumors about uh, Chris Evans coming back and everyone's like, oh, Captain America's <laughs> coming back. Oh, no. Maybe he's coming back as the Human Torch. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Would, but wow, wouldn't that be a freaking That'd, be, that'd be nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be crazy. But yeah, I, um, I loved it, and I, I love where it's going, and they know how to do this stuff so well. And um, the other thing is, once again, I'm just sort of standing back and going, imagine a world. Come to me in like the mid-90s and tell me this, and I'd say, you're a liar, and I'd slap you. But if you came to me and said... <laughs> you're a damn dirty liar. They'd say, guess what? One day, you're going to give a crap about Scarlet Witch and the Vision. Like, mm-hmm. those were the most B-tier, not for people, not, I understand they have their fans, okay? But as comic book readers, and as me anyway, as a kid, I wasn't seeking out the Vision. I wasn't seeking out Scarlet Witch. They were side players. They had no real connection to anything for me. And once again, the MCU has figured out a way to take a B-tier character, or set of characters, and they were already cool in the movies, but just to continue on like this is so... Mm-hmm. Rad and the lady that plays their neighbor, I love her. I forget Catherine her name. Hahn, yeah. Yes, she's great in everything. She is great. Who is she in the comics, Brian? She's uh, some well, we're thinking person. that she's uh, Agatha Harkness. Yeah, yeah, is what we're thinking. Yes. Oh, is that the deal? Okay. Yes, her that. name is Agnes in this TV show, but uh, in the comics, Agatha Harkness. And this is all speculation and theory. There's mm-hmm. nothing out there, so it's not a spoiler to say that because it's like I said, it's all speculation, but. Uh, they're expecting that she's uh, Agatha Harkness, who's like a um, a witch on the higher level of uh, the Scarlet Witch and uh, able to do a lot more stuff. Well, in, in, um, in this show, she's so like a bit of a goofball because of the settings and everything. So you mm-hmm. can see her comedic side and her kind of goofy face side and everything. But mm-hmm. she blew my mind. And I know this much is true. As uh, yes. what's his, uh, Dessa, his uh, ex-wife, she was amazing in that. She's great, like yeah. gut-wrenchingly good in that. And that—that's another crossover because he's the Hulk. <laughs> anyway, right? I love you guys. Uh, so I know you didn't watch the first half of the Super Bowl, Scott, uh, and I don't know if it played in the second half because that's where I exited was after mm-hmm. the halftime show. Um, were you guys a little freaked out by uh, the Elon Musk Inspiration Four 
commercial. I didn't see it. What happened? I don't so, think I saw that either. So inspiration is. four apparently is they want to get uh, four regular people, not space people, to go oh. up into space on this first mission. Mm-hmm. One of them's already been spoken for because he's a big investor in the thing. And then they're looking for someone to represent hope and all these other things. But if you look at the logo that they are using for Inspiration <laughs> 4, holy crap, it's straight up the Fantastic Four symbol. Is and my it? response is, if you're going up in that thing, you're coming back as a rock nah, monster. No kidding. no kidding. Oh, look at that. It told- Wait, where is this? Where I can't it? find the logo. Uh, I found the uh, Tesla here, I'll, logo. <laughs> I'll give you a logo. I'll put one in our thing here. Does Elon Musk make all his money from the cars now? Is that where all of it's coming from? And Bitcoin and Dogecoin, if you uh, follow that. So that how, is that how he got to be richest man in the world all of a sudden, like in a weekend? Is just because he has a bunch of digital coin? I what I'm, what I'm saying is, I mean, he's he's a big supporter of cryptocurrencies. So. But with this, like you know, with this GameStop thing and uh, everything else kind of culminating a little bit, it's starting. You're starting to re- remind yourself, or having the veneer pull away, where you're like. It's a lot of ones and zeros, and a lot of people don't actually have any of the money that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, it's not really money. I mean, is it? I mean, it is. But I mean, is what it? is money, right? I mean, there's there was a whole guy. I don't know if he still does it or not, but there was an artist who would paint, uh, you know, paint things, and then he would go and use them as barter. And people would, you know, have to talk him into it, but eventually they'd say, yeah, we will use this as $5. Oh, or he'll actually paint that. money and say, I know this yeah. is counterfeit, but it's a work of art. Would you accept this as the currency that it's printed on? So yeah. what is money? Yeah. Plus- I mean, we live in a, we live in a ones and zeros. I mean, when was the last time you actually physically got a paycheck in the mail and went to the bank and deposited it? I very rarely do that. Although it's funny, we for for Brian when I when I do check stuff every month, I I literally do a physical. Yeah, deposit, I, I do but. that too. But for the most of us, if we're working for <laughs> bigger companies, yeah, um, yeah. you know, we get that direct deposit. But even thing. then, it's not even, even a, then, it's not even an option. It's a requirement. Yeah, but even then, those are just. It's still just ones and zeros. Like yeah, it's just ones and zeros. Like mm-hmm. at, one, at some point or another, or every once in a while in my life, I'll just realize it'll just dawn on me. Oh, this is just a thing we've all agreed on. This yeah. isn't real. This is yeah. Just- it's not. Ba- it's not based on the mon- the U.S. monetary system is not based on the gold standard anymore. So when Mnuchin um, uh, a couple of years ago was just like, oh, we're not worried. We can just print more money. He's literally being correct. We can just print more money and not have to worry about runaway inflation. It's so weird, dude. It's weird. We live in weird times. Is what I'm saying. We're weird. We're weird. Elon Musk, you're you're sitting on a pile of smoke. All right. And anyway, he's going to send some people up into space. <laughs> so let me see this logo. I looking haven't found for, it yet. Looking for a scientist, his wife, uh, her brother, mm-hmm. who's also a pilot and, <laughs> and, best uh, and best friend. Yeah, it'll it'll all be fine. I'm sure. And then depending on depending on how you like your origin stories, uh, a really vain guy who's okay getting his uh, face all beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't I find this logo? I can't find it anywhere. I just put life. it in our in our Discord. Oh, did you? Okay. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Geez. Yeah. All right. Well. I want to be the rock monster. Inspiration, inspirator for him. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the fan, last Fantastic Four movie where they yeah, just put yes. the four right in the middle of the name. It's like he's not even hiding it anymore. Fan you know, Forstic. Elon Musk yes. is Doctor Doom. He's got some Musk bots <laughs> running around. Yep. Yep. Right. What, what are these things? That the, oh, those are two little space people. I thought they were two little tentacle head eyeballs on each side, too. Oh, that'd be great. Like a little four-eyed uh, frog monster at the yeah. very bottom would yeah, be great. I, I yeah. didn't see that as people right away. And why is the St. Jude's Hospital logo above oh, because the that's So what they're doing is for that fourth slot, they're oh, trying to raise money. So you right. can go and you can donate $10 to the St. Jude Charity Network or whatever it is through this Inspiration4 campaign. And they're just going to randomly pick 
from somebody who donated to this, not necessarily the person who don- donates the most. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's why St. Jude's is involved in it. All right. Well, good luck to them. Nothing ever bad had bad happened when we sent those people up to space. It's fine. It'll all be good. Uh, hey, Stephen, we got to talk about oh, yeah. uh, some other stuff here. Oh, do we? Okay. Well, okay. So I've been reading. <laughs> I, we all want to talk about DC Comics and the Future State thing. But before we do, I was, I've been reading Rebirth, Batman Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess is that oh, it's over, right? That was a run. Um, so the Batman titles and the Superman titles, because their numberings are so high, yeah. and because during this time they were getting so close to the 1000 issues mm. they kind of just kept the continuity from batman and superman just kind of going okay so it's not necessarily a reboot although there have been some reworkings of, of certain bits here and there but there yeah there really hasn't been a lot that changed from batman's origin story in rebirth okay so rebirth i really like uh yeah it's i've been good. enjoying it. it's a good read uh, the question I had for you is Gotham and Gotham Girl. Are these new constructs or is these? Yeah, they're, they're well, keep reading because it, it kind of gets explained who one of them is and okay. it kind of becomes a little bit tragic, but I don't want to explain too much. Okay. Keep, keep reading it because there's this whole thing about what would what are you willing to do to become a superhero? Okay, because that's the, the storyline around it is very good. Um, and it, mm-hmm. And it is it's super. A lot more thoughtful than I thought for what it seemed. I don't know. I thought somebody told me the rebirth stuff was not the best or whatever, but it, I've been enjoying this run. It's, it's really okay. Good. And it, again, it depends on who you talk to. Um, older comic fans are not super happy with DC's constant uh, reboots because, you know, rebirth only went for two years. This is the whole thing where they're like, oh, the Watchmen are kind of uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan is messing around with the DC universe. This is coming out of Flashpoint. There's all this stuff going on. And so, yeah, a lot of a lot of older fans were not big on it. But, you know, y- you like what you like. Yeah. And if you're liking the, the Rebirth Batman, then then dive right in. And the art. The art is very good. I forgot his name, but I really like his art. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let me let me give yeah. you a heads up for some things to be watching for after Rebirth. Because, again, Rebirth only went on for two years. Yes, sir. Uh, two Green Lantern titles that I think you will really enjoy. The first one is Far Sector. This is one where we get a Green Lantern who is from Earth. Uh, She is a black woman and she is sent to the farthest reaches of space to become uh, the Green Lantern of that sector. One of the farthest sectors. Okay. Um, And that one is very, very good. Okay. Then the other one, if you're into Grant Morrison uh, shenanigans. I am. uh, Then definitely check out Green Lantern season one, which goes for 12 uh, issues and then currently running uh, I think it's about to wrap up is Green Lantern season two okay both featuring Hal Jordan but both under the watchful gaze of um, of Grant Morrison and so you know you're gonna get some trippy stuff in that that's awesome uh, and, and, those, and, and certainly there. both of those should be available under the new um DC Universe infinite mm. the subscription service that you're doing yeah I, I've been um, that's the other thing I wanted to say is I feel like that thing for seven bucks or whatever it is Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, if you're in, if you're into again six month old comics, that is a really good service. And they, I thought they bumped it to three, or is that Marvel? Oh, I don't remember what it is. But, Some of them, maybe they're um, both doing it now. But anyway, yeah, three yeah, to six way. months. But same way with Marvel Unlimited, same way with Comicsology Unlimited, all that stuff. Yeah. If you're okay with not having the most current stuff, then it's these are pretty very good deals. In fact, I would say they are excellent deals for casual comic readers. Yeah, I would I would argue this if you have a little patience. And you can wait the three months or six or whatever it is. And then you catch up on these series in that way. 
you're spending seven bucks a month. If you read as much comics as I am right now, which is every night I'm reading comics, you're, yeah. the oh, value for that, it's like that's two comics at a store. If you, yeah, if you only read two comics a month, you're getting a great deal out yeah, of this. Because comics right now are anywhere from two ninety nine to five ninety nine, depending. Yeah, I'm just loving it right now. I don't know why I can't get enough of it. And DC is really yanking all the right chains for me. So yeah, if I wasn't somebody that had to talk about like new releases stuff, I would probably totally jump in on this mm-hmm. and just buy stuff or mm-hmm. read stuff as sure. as I saw fit. Yeah, yeah. It remind it's remi- it reminds me of like um, I don't know. It's like it's like gamers who are day one when you know something like uh, I don't know Cyberpunk. some hot new title comes out. Yeah, and then. There are those who are like, oh, wait for it to go on sale. And it's it's kind of like that. Uh, if, if you're not so got to have it day one, then you can read these later and have a great time. Plus, there's just tons of stuff. So many mm-hmm. old and classic stories. And if you never read The Dark Knight, go freaking read that because it's on there. And then read yeah. year one from Frank Miller. And then, you know, if you want to get all the old JLA stuff, the Michael Turner days and all that, go do that. Oh, that's the only thing I was going to tell you. It bummed me out. I was reading that Rebirth thing. And on the back end of it, they were doing a special issue that had like sketches and art and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the very mm-hmm. end, it said, here's a bunch of alternate covers by different artists. And they were naming yeah. off these different artists. And one of them was Michael Turner, who passed away mm-hmm. in 2008 of mm-hmm. uh, a weird bone cancer thing. And he was one of the yeah. most co- the coolest up and coming rad artists. He had done, um, uh, uh, which, what's her name? Which, uh, yeah, he did Witchblade, Witchblade. and he's done a bunch of stuff with Aspen Fathom. Comics was where he did a yeah. lot of stuff at. Did Fathom, did, uh, those were his, his mm-hmm. created stuff for Wildstorm, but then he also did, uh, a bunch of JLA and he's just, he just was really something and then yeah. just died way too young. So I see this alternate cover and I'm like, wait a minute, did Michael Turner not die and I made all this up in my head? No. I was like having this moment and I guess what they do is just go find an older thing and say, hey. He has like, I don't know if it was, he knew his time was coming and, and whatever, but he was always drawing and sketching and doing stuff. So, yeah, for like 10 years after his death, um, the company Aspen was saying, oh, look, here's all of this art that he did. Here's all this Justice League art. Here's all this stuff, you know, uh, just poses and different things. Mm-hmm. DC or somebody, if you want to use this as an alternative cover, you know, pay us and we'll we'll let you do that. Oh, so, yeah, there's still a lot of stuff. Even today, uh, if you pick up a Fathom or Soulfire, which I don't know if they're current. I don't know what uh, Aspen's current state is since the pandemic yeah. uh, but they were always still saying oh here's a variant uh, um michael turner cover oh that's uh, cool that they that they just have a whole like library of art that has never been seen i love his stuff if you haven't you're hearing me talk about this you want to go uh check it out just find old michael turner stuff you can search him by name in these comic apps and and see his mm-hmm. stuff he was he was really something died, died mm-hmm. way too soon he was like 37 or something stupid. yeah 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 cancer cancer can go eat a turd Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. All right. Now let's talk about future state. What, what's going on there? Cause I thought it was so done. future state is, uh, you know, it was a supposed, supposed to be this whole new, uh, thing that DC was going to do kind of, uh, it was, was oftentimes uh, referred to as five G because it was, uh, going to kick off around the same time that five G was going to launch. And also, uh, AT&T owns, uh, Warner brothers, which owns DC comics. So this was going to be this whole fifth generation thing. And then, uh, um, Dan DiDio was, uh, let go. And uh, they said, well, we're not going to continue with this anymore because that was his doing. So what Future State has been is about a three month uh, compression of what they currently had in stock with Future State. Here's the future of the DC universe. But some of these titles have been super, super popular. And so now DC has announced uh, Infinite Frontier, Mm. which essentially is going to create two continuities within the DC universe. I'm sure at some point they'll just collapse them and they'll be the, the same thing. But 
you can read there's going to be ongoing stories with um um i forget um Yara Floor, I think, is the new Wonder Woman in the future state. She's going to have her own series. Uh, Shiloh Norman gets his own miniseries that's spinning out a future state. So we get another Miracle Man thing. Uh, they've announced a um, future state Gotham, which will show uh, the Red Hood, who's now full on working for, uh, in quotes, the state and is hunting down vigilantes. Uh, and they've they will they will be announcing a whole bunch more in the in the coming uh, weeks as we get closer to the March, April and May uh, solicitations from DC Comics, but in March second, they will kick off with a one shot called Infinite Frontier Number Zero, a sixty four page comic that will kind of give you a preview of what's to come in um, in their new Infinite Frontier line. The art is great. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of artists. There's some really cool stuff that's coming out. Uh, I really like what we see coming from um, um, Joel Jones and Jordi Belair with uh, the new Wonder Woman looks very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of stuff. There's even some Far Sector stuff um, in there as well, Scott. So if you see a Green Lantern, yeah, uh, in there. Um, well, I see a, like a big headed Google. I see a big headed Guardian in a little robe with a big fat head. Will I see that? Uh, I don't know what the current state is of the Guardians of the, yeah. of the uh, universe. Yeah. Um, Those guys are dumb. They drive me nuts they, with their big they heads. They can be. They can be. <laughs> uh, you know what you should you should do, speaking since I'm talking Green Green Lanterns, you know what you should do since you have this DC Infinite? You should go back and do the, what is it, the um, Green Lantern, Green Arrow uh, team-ups from the 70s. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is this? The Hard Traveling Heroes uh, storyline. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, this is where they, if, if people are like, ah, comics were never political, go read that run. And it is just nothing but... Uh, <laughs> You people, know, looking pe- at America through the current eyes, I want to say of the seventies, and anyone uh, who says the, the anyone who heroes. says the words the comics comics were never political, I can't take yeah. them seriously anymore because they're <laughs> not paying attention. That annoys me when people say yeah. that. Uh, well, uh, very cool. This looks great. I'm very excited about this. Also, there is a there's a new Buck Rogers TV series, but it's in trouble. Why? What? Well, maybe yes, maybe no. So George Clooney and um, um, legendary pictures with legendary television and legendary entertainment they had announced a couple of weeks ago that they were going to do a new buck rogers television series and now we're hearing that the estate uh of the uh, norman norman what's his face estate is like oh no you're not uh we're going to send you a cease and desist and the weird thing is it's like um is it really is it really real because Buck Rogers in the UK has been in public domain for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And the son of the creator of Buck Rogers has given his blessing on this entire project and saying, yes, this is fine. Right. So we're kind of up in the air of, of what is the current state of Buck Rogers? And does this estate, the uh, Philip Francis Nolan estate, have any claim to say, no, you can't do this mm. production? So if you heard that it was coming, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, the lawyer. That's don't get too excited if you want to see Twiggy and, and the rest uh, <laughs> popping up on on TV in the near future. Just Aaron Gray is all we want. Um, twi- uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone at one point was suing Warner Brothers because they wouldn't pay him royalties on Demolition Man. And mm-hmm. I remember this story. Anyway, I'm looking at this new story, and it's the same lawyer who's going after mm. him. So I don't know if he was that's successful going after George Clooney. I don't know if he was successful getting his 1993 Demolition Man money or not, but. Uh, uh, we'll see how that goes. I was actually kind of looking forward to that, but we didn't even know who was casting that. Like, that's not necessarily. No, this George was Clooney. like just early stages of yeah, yeah. of Clooney and and Legendary saying, "Yeah, we're going to do this." And then you know the estate stepping in and says, "Oh no, you're not. 
um, there was an interesting Dynamite Entertainment uh, somehow, and I don't know if they worked with the estate or how they did it, but they actually did a Buck Rogers comic book series, uh, I want to say maybe five or six years ago. That was really, really cool because they were wrapping all of the stuff that was very Buck Rogers uh, related that we know, but doing it in a way that kind of made it a little vague as far as are they really just dancing around someone's copyright claim or are they just trying to bring a new take to the Buck Rogers uh, story? And people might want to go check that down, check that out if they are fans of Buck Rogers. It's from Dynamite Entertainment. Yeah, I also have if they play it like the 70s show, it'll be bad. If they play it well, unless they do it so intentionally, like I don't know what a new Buck Rogers looks like. I think it might be I would, bad. I would say go uh, first. I would go pick up that that comic book series, yeah, and look at that because that was very much, hey, uh, let's you know take this person from the early two thousands and throw him forward five hundred years into the future and let him try to figure things out. Mm. And oh, it, yeah. it's interesting. I think I read the first arc or something of that. There's some um, old ones in the eighties as well. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Will Twiggy live? You'll never know. Uh, Stephen, any, anything else going on over at Major Spoilers the fine folks at home should know about? Oh, well, you know, if you're looking for all of our podcasts, uh, all the podcasts that we do, and it's somewhere around six or seven a week, depending. Yeah. Uh, you know, with all these name changes that are going on, all you need to do is pop into your uh, your Apple iTunes or whatever favorite to podcast aggregator. And just do a search for Major Spoilers Plus, the little plus symbol, Mm. and you'll be able to find all of the Major Spoilers podcasts in one feed. That's fantastic. It's like our mega feed here at Frog Pants, but for you guys. And that's fantastic. Uh, Some people love to just get it all, so go do it. If you haven't dipped your toe in yet, also a great sampler to download that Mm -hmm. RSS and get all the shows you want to get from the Major Spoilers Network. with our own shared Dan Patrice, he's over there as well doing. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. He does a great job. He does these uh, top the top five episodes mm-hmm. where he um, just runs down like here are the top five games to look out for in 2021, or here I think the one that's coming up. I don't know if it's this week or I think it's next week. Mm. Top five uh, games to play with a deck of cards. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. And just then like he a also deck. does. Yeah. And then twice a month. Uh, he does Munchkin Minute, which where he uh, talks about some of the big gaming news mm. that people might want to pay attention to. Very cool. Well, go check yeah. that out. Uh, Majorspoilers.com. Steven, you stay hydrated. No, you stay hydrated. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Let's all stay hydrated. I've turned the tables on him now. Okay, Brian, time for a Monday morning mashup. You want to hear this thing? I do, and you know we forgot there was a Brian Dunaway one that um, oh poop. we forgot to play when he was on. We'll play it Wednesday. Yeah, we'll save it for Wednesday. It, I totally it just forgot. dawned on me when I saw that one on our list. It's like, oh man, we forgot it. I knew I was going to forget. I even made it all red, and I totally forgot it. I know. Anyway, uh, we'll do that. But for now, a Monday morning mashup from our good pal TMS mashups Jamie. Uh, he made this. It's called Poke His Face. <laughs> Let's see what's in there. I poop and I dab. Potty poop. Poop and Nutella. Would you like to hear the next five? <laughs> and Nutella. Ryan likes to eat poop, but it does not have to be his own poop. It can be from anyone, so long as it is poop. Oh, 
this smells like Gwyneth hmm, Paltrow's vagina. I'll just light it. <laughs> uh, yes, right, chat room. Just imagine what I look like under my hazmat suit. I'm really hot. I'm so hot. She starts doing this. Shut up, sir. I'll get to you. Shut up. I can just call and go, hey, Patrick, what is this? I am sleeping. What is this? That's not his accent. But he'd be all, <laughs> he'd be all mad. Really, and I'd be, really? like, I'd be like, get out of bed. And then, you know, this is really, really early. And I'd say, I don't care. It's free. Get up. Nick's got a mighty convoy. Something do the thing. I don't know the rest. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Woo, woo. Choo, choo. Boom, boom. Bing. No. Yeah. Oh. What? Uh, I like voodoo potato chips. <laughs> Just for shits and giggles? Yep. How come giggles always get second billing to shits? Because it's way more fun than giggles and shits. Because oh, then it good. sounds like one causes the other. I know people where it would. Yeah. They, they got yeah. a thing, you know, where they were. <laughs> Oops. Oh, no. Oh. oh, excuse me for a minute. <laughs> you got to wear a bum mask. Do you have any wet wipes? You have wipey for my bunghole? Wipe for my butt? Um, what am I thinking? Oh, Oh, he, um, he he did the other show with uh, uh, Spade later. Um, yes, they're all in bed. Single men, single no, men of a certain men of a single singleton singletons singleton men. I have no idea. Hold on, I gotta go whistle at some lady going by. Yo, sweet cheeks, I right, bring me another <laughs> one of these, Mac. Perfect yeah. and unique dinosaur butthole. Yes, this butthole is not only perfect, also rather unique. They said <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like right in her face that'd be great you know I got mad at Bill once when uh, someone poked his face <laughs> never tried a Hillary impersonation before and I may never try one again someone poked his face <laughs> <laughs> well now we know where the title came from we learned yes we, only, we don't find out until the end Scott that was a pretty bad Hillary uh, Clinton impression. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to no. dwell on it. It was a very bad Hillary for someone who's never tried doing a Hillary voice. Yeah. And I don't think it was his face that got poked, if you know what I'm saying. No, it yeah. wasn't. All right. It wasn't. That's it for the show, everybody. We don't Big, know. I mean, you know. We don't know. We actually don't know. what your do version we? of poked is. <laughs> yeah. How depends on... No, that's not him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> let me... Hold on. Let me do it. Let me do it, Bill Clinton. Uh... Hillary? I can't do it. <laughs> I did not have sex with that person. There you go. You got it better. Nice job. I will lie. She poked me in the face. <laughs> she poked me in the face. Ah, uh, Monica Lewinsky poked me in the face. All right. Patreon.com slash TMS is where you can contribute to this. So please do, because there's cool things to get. And if you're confused about where everything is, it's not hard. Go to frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, that's it. Brian, we need to play a song. Do you have one? I have one. This one goes out to Miravina. Uh, we didn't have time for it last week, so we're doing it this week. Uh, she says, I want to request a song for my husband's birthday, which is on February 4th. He turns 40 this year. He's an amazing person, the love of my life, and my best friend. I'd like to request a cover of Peter Cetera's The Glory of Love. Uh, um, yeah, we're all watching Cobra Kai. We're all watching... Uh, uh, Karate Kid, especially Karate Kid Two, is when I think this one uh, was was on the soundtrack. Uh, I want to say, yeah, yes, right. I don't think it was the first one. I don't remember. I now. can't remember. Yes, Karate Kid Two says Dice Tomato. Confirmed. 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 
Confirmed. Uh, there have been a couple of versions of this. Um, Ninja Sex Party did one recently that sounds a lot like the original. Sorry, Ninja Sex Party, and sorry, Tally Zarel, because I know you're hoping for a Ninja Sex Party version. Nope, this is one I've actually played on the show before, but it does take the song in a different direction, which is a requirement. It's a requirement. Yeah. Let's just let's just put it out there. Sure. Uh, this is Glory of Love, performed by Newfound Glory from the screen to your stereo EP from 2004. The Glory of Love. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com you are the laziest man on mars 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.